Welcome to the On Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Lidgard. In today's episode, we talk to the team at Click. They're in the middle of a waitlist campaign for an upcoming product launch. They're building a better monetization platform for content creators. The idea is to create alternatives to advertising, affiliate marketing, and sponsorships for people creating content online. So far, they've gotten 10,000 creators to sign up for their waitlist and thousands of people to join their Discord and Twitter channels. We'll talk today about how they've done this with Kickoff Labs, only $300 in advertising, a VIP influencer program, and online community engagement. If you like this episode, please rate and subscribe to the On Growth Podcast and head on over to kickofflabs.com to start a free trial of our giveaway platform to run your own waitlist campaign. Enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. Uh, This is Josh uh, from the Kickoff Labs On Growth Podcast here. Uh, Today, I'm joined by Val, James, and Andrew from Click. Click is a platform to help content creators better monetize their work. And they're in the middle of running a waitlist campaign on Kickoff Labs. And I love talking to people while they're in the middle of running their waitlist campaign because everything they're doing to to, uh, market it and get people to sign up is just happening and it's fresh in their heads. So thanks for joining us, guys. Pleasure to be here, Josh. Thanks for having us. So, can we just go around and do uh, and do a quick in quick intro of who uh, who 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 we're talking to and and your role and kind of a, a brief background? Sure. Maybe I'll start, start with uh, start. Yeah, go ahead. Val Berkovici here, CEO of Click. Been involved really in the online app economy since about the dawn of the iPhone when apps showed up. So, dating myself around two thousand eight, two thousand and nine. Initially on the back end, on the cloud front, working with Amazon Cloud and Google and so forth, and some of their more prominent projects. Uh, And more recently involved on the content creator side, particularly in helping to mainstream today's very complex NFT technologies. But not so much about technology, much more about enabling creators all over the world to, we, we believe, radically better monetize their content. Cool, and we'll get into that in a minute. James, you wanna go next? Yeah, thanks for having us in. So I'm James. Um, I have known Val for about 16 years and uh, seen a lot of interesting things he's been doing over those years for sure. So I'm based in Singapore. um, And with Click, I have taken the title Web3 Whisper. So it's it's quite a title after just being in Web3 probably for about a year or so. So my job is really to grow the community through all different avenues. And I can't wait to talk about Kickoff Labs in a bit. Absolutely. And then uh, Andrew. Andrew Katz, uh, nice, to, nice to be here. Uh, I'm the Chief Operating Officer at Click. I got my start in Austin, Texas in education technology, um, built a company from four guys in uh, the outskirts of Austin, up to 60 employees in Dallas, and about 500 universities around the world. Um, So I got bitten by the uh, startup bug back in 2007, and it kind of has sort of been my career since. Uh, My job at Click is to marshal Val's vision into existence. Sounds appropriate for your role. All right. So I just want to ask the first question. I mean, we briefly touched on, you know, talking, uh, your product is built to help content creators better monetize their work. 
I'd like to understand that a bit. I mean, today there's already people on YouTube getting ad revenue. There's content creators on other platforms getting advertising revenue. It seems like most of the revenue is coming from advertising today. Maybe they have some sort of shop. We've talked to some people that have like a side shop or something to sell like, you know, um, you know, paraphernalia or swag uh, for whatever brand they're promoting. Um, and then they'll, they do through like affiliate, like they might do affiliate marketing I can think of. And the last one just sort of being like sponsorship. So like brands will have like influencers online that are, you know, quasi creators going and doing, uh, doing sponsorships, uh, for their, uh, for what they're doing. How, how does click fit into all this monetization? That's a great opening great question. Opening it, you know, it really cuts to the really chase of why creators, creators should care. When we look when we at look the at creator economy, economy, as we call it, we call it. and there are, and according there are to Linktree's Link latest 2022 creator report, there's 200 million self-identified creators worldwide. We look at a fairly well-known anecdotal problem of the fact that if we just pick on Spotify for a second, most musicians just earn pennies per stream, or I should say more accurately, fractions and fractions with many decimal places of pennies per stream. Uh, and we know that, and you know, I have personal experience, my own daughter does content on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, uh, and she's relatively successful with 30,000 followers, I think, on TikTok. And even she only earns hundreds of dollars a month at best, a thousand or so dollars a year, not really a functional living wage. And yeah. in May of this year, when we launched the company publicly, Andreessen Horowitz, A16Z, for those of you that know them in the VC world, they're a very prolific, uh, they, they write a lot of content for crypto web three NFTs. And they published a really, I think, illustrative, informative report again in May of this year, showing that, yeah, when you go on YouTube or Spotify or other platforms, Instagram, TikTok, typical revenue per item of content posted is somewhere in the pennies per year to single digit dollars per year. And because of the the explosion, the Cambrian explosion of NFTs and innovation over the past 18 months or so, they publish what the comparable NFT figure per item of content is. And it was, the average one was $17,000 per item per year. So that's such a stark contrast. We, we probably know that the truth is somewhere in between in the middle. Not every mm -hmm. NFT, you know, that's posted generates $17,000 per year. And some artists do better than others in what we call the Web2 online streaming economy. But the reality is the gap is, is massive. It's a huge chasm. And what Click does is really just fill that gap. It enables more and more creators to earn much more uh, on, on the order of tens or hundreds of dollars per item posted and get to that living wage concept. And we'll talk about later on some of the published blogs and studies that show that that's possible when uh, when you focus on your core audience versus trying to attain many many millions of followers which is an unattainable goal mm -hmm. and dream for most creators out there um yeah i mean that's uh that i think that explains it perfectly that you're helping fill in the gap there in terms of you know because it can take you know potentially hundreds of dollars to create a piece of content and then like if there's no way to monetize that specific piece of content beyond a couple of dollars, it's, it's, you know, for anybody but the top, it becomes really hard to, to make a living or make it worthwhile to do. Exactly, um, right. exactly right. So how, uh, sorry, what, 
made you guys decide to build a wait list before you launched? Why not just like bring it to market and say, surprise, we're here. <laughs> James, did you want to tackle that one? Tackle that one? Yeah, sure. So I, so last year when I started uh, in web three, you know, in discords, I actually run a large discord for gamers. Um, I saw that there was the you know, very manual ways to track spreadsheets. Somebody had a discord channel, give them a role. It's extremely hard to navigate all that. The, the admin is complicated. It's easy to make mistakes. And as we were ha having people just sign up on a wait list, I was thinking, how can we find out where they came from, right? And we had a couple of these calls and we looked around at a few different ones, you know, a, a few different uh, options and Kickoff Labs looked to be nice and simple. So we said, let's try this one, right? So just a search, right? We just did a search and we just happened upon mm -hmm. it. And we found it to be very easy. You know, the setup, very straightforward. What I like the most is the referral code. So I, maybe it's not, Super, super innovative to have a referral code, but it is amazing when it works. Let me just say that. So we're able to really track the uh, the top inviters to the waitlist. Mm -hmm. We see, you know, we get to see where they are. There's some anti-spam and anti-fraud detection in there, which I like too. There's so much. There's there's so many good things about Kickoff Labs, um, and the reason we're sticking with it is it's like I said, easy to use. Um, even when we were uh, we were blowing past the ten thousand waitlist mark. We got a warning from Kickoff Lab saying, "Hey, you know, twenty signups per minute or something like this." Yeah, <laughs> you know, just just good like um, error detection or like bandwidth detection. I was impressed, and I, it's not easy to impress me. I'm in the software business. My uh, my day job is Microsoft. Almost nothing impresses me, honestly. But Kickoff Lab is <laughs> nice, and I'm I'm impressed. Well, thank you. I Josh, appreciate that. Uh, I come from uh, I come from the land. And this is Andrew. Uh, for yeah. those who are just listening, um, I uh, I come from the land of uh, startups and fundraising in the first place. And effectively, you know, in the early days when you don't have a product, you have what's known as a smoke test, right? Uh, which is to say that you know if people uh, smell something that they really like, then they might sign up for it. And if you have those numbers to show to potential investors, then you have some real evidence of traction, right? So the next best thing to actual revenue is the, uh, the great interest of customers to pay you for what you do, or in this case, give information for what you do. Yep. So Kickoff Labs has been a, a wonderful way for um, you know, our early fans to be able to sort of spread the word and spread it on many different channels. And the gamification, uh, especially in the Web3 land, uh, has been um, a powerful vehicle for, uh, for James's uh, 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 marketing efforts on that front. Absolutely, I imagine. Um, so I want to talk about, get into the campaign a little bit that you guys set up. What I like about it, um, from what I saw, is you guys didn't... Um, you guys didn't go crazy trying to, to set up different mechanics. You didn't go crazy, you know, with, uh, with custom landing pages really, and like building it out within kickoff labs, you have a website. Um, the website has, you know, a roadmap and, you know, some introduction to your, to your service. Um, and on that website, you're using a feature we call the, the contest box to get people to sign up. Um, so it pops up where they can click to activate it. 
Um, the form you ask is pretty simple. And then you're simply asking people to tell their friends, join on Discord, um, follow us on LinkedIn, follow on Twitter, visit us on Instagram. And then you've got a, a leaderboard there where you're showing sort of the top, uh, the top people. Um, and what I like about it is because I think some people get bogged down when they're building out a waitlist campaign. It's like, oh, what if I add these rewards? And oh, I need a dedicated page for this. And I need it to look exactly like that. And you guys use the feature we intended to be used for, which is like, let's just get this thing up. Let's just start getting traction. If we want to add on down the road and, and expand it beyond our website, we can do that, but you don't have to, to, to get started. And this is great. This was what I liked about your campaign. This is great proof to me when I tell people like, you know, just start simple. What are the basic things you want to capture from the person? What are the basic actions you want them to take? Throw that up there and see if people will do it. Cause if you can't convince anyone to do it, maybe it's not worth investing a ton more effort into taking the wait list uh, to the next level. Um, what was your, your mindset when you guys set, set this up like that? Was that what you were thinking as well? Just trying to keep it really simple or? Yeah, you know, Andrea, yeah, no, literally Andrea, that particularly the time you have left, because yeah, you, you were pretty instrumental in going through all those motions all those you mentioned, motions, Josh, and concluding <laughs> as you did, <laughs> you know, the KISS principle, keep it simple is best. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, uh, my approach is uh, perfect is the enemy of great. So, um, you know, that I think, I think getting it started is everything, right? So, uh, you know, embedded on the page. And you know, even if you're starting off with simple mechanics, like, you know, follow us on Twitter for a few points and sign up for a few points, you can come back, you know, every week and add an additional new mechanic. And that's a reason to ping your fans. If you, you know, if you have an active uh, customer base, yep. you know, they want to earn some more points. And if you actually have something to offer them, you know, uh, in terms of additional rewards uh, for those additional points, um, that's a way to sort of build that interaction. So uh, I, I think that's something that really appealed to us out of the gate is that Kickoff Labs kind of comes set up with sort of a, a cookie cutter list of, you know, good yep. things to do. And you don't have to do all of them, but uh, you have many more options to employ when you're ready to build a more elegant solution. Yep. And I want to talk about um, a couple things. So I saw you did set up, one of the things you did set up was an automatic reply email where you tell people, hey, they can they can move up and you're giving them some, some incentive. So can you talk about the incentive that you're giving people to share the list um, as part of the campaign? Because there's a small incentive to get people to earn points. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the list is really, uh, a, a, you know, uh, a, a wonderful way to kind of figure out who our early fans are. And, you know, being in the Web3 space, we have an opportunity to provide some um, some rather fascinating rewards. So within Web3, there's, there's sort of what's known as tokenomics. It's the mm -hmm. economics of tokens in the community. It's kind of like, you know, um, if, if you want to think about it in, in layman's terms, you could, you could think of it as like, Chuck E. Cheese tokens, you know, uh, a way to um, be able to accrue some value within a system, right? So uh, at different levels, there's different rewards. Just for signing up, you get double the tokens. Uh, when you download Click and we actually release the app, we'll, we'll double your token count that we give you right out of the gate, right? And there's some, uh, some interesting use cases I'll let Val talk about here in a second about what the tokens can be used for inside the community. And then 
for those those very um, ambitious community members that have accrued, uh, you know, a certain level of points, we're going to give them five times the tokens. And that's going to be our, our beta tester community. We call them the beta bunch, kind of a play on the Brady bunch. And that's, uh, that's you know, like an ambitious group of, of Web3 folks that are really uh, trying to earn as much as possible out of the gate because, um, well, maybe Val can talk a little bit about what we're going to be doing with these tokens. And then, uh, you know, just to cut to the chase briefly, and that might prompt some of the questions, Josh, is we plan to convert these tokens into our own cryptocurrency. And that cryptocurrency, on the one hand, will be very familiar because you'll be able to exchange it for Bitcoin or Ethereum or Dogecoin or whatever you prefer. On the other hand, it has some very specific differences in that it's not intended to be one of those pump and dump, you know, hope that you get some and hope that it mushrooms in value and then you cash out and leave. It's intended to be used as what we call a utility token, which is literally as currency, meaning that you can expect its price to be relatively stable and constant over time. And the whole point is to accrue more and more of these tokens so that you can just spend them. No. Spend them on spend other on creators, other creators. Spend, them spend them on other promotional other programs, programs with creative studios with that we plan to invoke, spend them ultimately when we manage to spin up a partnership with Starbucks, Starbucks on, coffee. on coffee. It won't really matter because you're going to have now a wallet, just like your Apple wallet on your phone, you're going to have a crypto wallet on your phone. And given that we're intending to target this at all social media users worldwide, that's up to 4.6 billion people totally. Uh, it, if we succeed, it will be the most popular wallet on the planet on people's phones. And as you can tell at that point, there's all sorts of payment processing, e-commerce and partnership opportunities that will come around when people have a balance that they're encouraged to spend as opposed to hold in these crypto wallets. Absolutely. So we've now talked about the, you know, how you're getting people to sign up, the motivation you're getting to, to get them to sign up and the motivation you're giving them to participate in the launch program here. Um, I want to talk about the, you mentioned briefly 10,000 people had signed up so far um, on the list. And I've, and I imagine there's, uh, I imagine there's quite a bit of people taking actions. Have you seen a good growth on your Discord or your social media profiles as well as part of the wait list. One of the many benefits of using Kickoff Labs has been, I think, almost a linear, if not one for one, then certainly uh, almost a two for one in terms of signups to social media uh, followings. So our, our Twitter handle, our Instagram account, our Discord, all saw proportional bumps, meaningful bumps in, in signups, you know, on the order of thousands and thousands. So that was just a very encouraging thing to see on top of the fact that Andrew, I think, and James mentioned earlier that there is already some built-in spam detection and bot detection and so forth in Kickoff Labs. You know, we, we do see meaningful engagement now uh, significantly higher since the campaign started, engagement across all the social media where we're present. Great. Can I, um, can I add to that? Just uh, yeah, let, me James, add let me add something that many people may not know. So we're, we really inspect these type of, I really inspect these type of things. So one thing about Kickoff Labs, it's able to track um, a lot of different things. Like if you, if you follow a Twitter account, it can track it. We don't do the retweet one, but we might add that one in. 
basically on Instagram, right? For one of the buttons on Instagram, it just says visit our Instagram page. Mm-hmm. We found a good conversion about about one out of eight people would go to our, our Instagram and then they followed. We you know it's like thou, uh, just under two thousand people, right? So yep. even though it's not tracked, we still got click through. We still got people interested. You know, on Discord we went up a couple th- couple thousand. The, the Twitter handle, you know, it's, it's unbelievable. It went up by about ten x right from where we were. So a lot of good things. Even though not everything in the world is gamified, but if you yep. have good if you have a good landing page. People will, people will follow it. They'll join it. They'll interact with you. I would say that for anybody. Yeah, I think when you have something that's exciting that people are interested in and you just lay a roadmap in front of them and say, this is how you can participate, even if it wasn't gamified. We've seen campaigns that just almost aren't gamified at all, but the product is interesting and people just want to become part of that community. We see the actions tend to take place um, regardless. I mean, that might be more if you, you can certainly pump it with the gamification, but like when you have a product as you guys do that, I think speaks to a good, to, to a good audience, that audience is going to be willing to take the additional steps. And, you know, as you mentioned earlier, that's part of the, the, the validation. I think James was talking about that earlier. That's part of like that validation is like, you know, there's one kind of validation, which is, are people going to hand over money? And there's the other kind of validation is like, are you getting people to take these additional actions? And we can always tell, like, you know, is, is it going to be, you know, if, if somebody had set up a campaign like this, like if you guys had set up the campaign like this and you were telling me that no one was taking any additional follow on actions, then I might say, wow, you've done a great job getting people to your website to get many signs. But if none of the follow on actions were happening, that might be a sign that you, you guys might want to switch, you know, something about <laughs> something about the product of the campaign because people aren't as excited as you maybe you were hoping to be. But it sounds like people are, are taking the fall in actions. People are excited about the product. What um, what are you guys doing during the campaign sort of outside of kickoff labs to promote the website, to kind of seed it, to keep people who are engaged, uh, re-engaged along the way? What kind of things are you doing during the campaign um, to keep it keep it growing. You want to start, James? I've got a couple of things as well on my end. Yeah, I'll just um, I'll just say that in in addition to Kickoff Labs, um, I'm I'm fairly active on Twitter. I would say very active on Twitter, <laughs> and also in in Discords. I, I join a lot of Discords. <clears throat> I won't name all of them because there's like forty of them. You can really find like-minded people in these Discords if you join the right ones, um, and. I learn about other people's projects. They learn about Click. Um, it's not a hard sell. We just, you know, it's just a lot of sharing. And I, I think there's a lot of organic growth that comes from that. Yeah, and, and I would actually say for context, you know, this was our first campaign of many. And so uh, we're continuously A-B testing other kinds of promotional actions, you know, to grab new users' attentions, to raise awareness of what we're doing. Uh, and we're trying to walk a fine line here because... As much as we love getting new users and growing the wait list, we're really mindful to not overhype our technology. We know that there's been an excess of hype and, and fraud mm-hmm. and scams, quite frankly, in the Web3 crypto space. And to your point, Josh, about the attractiveness of the product, we're all about a sustainable way for people to convert their social media time and attention into additional income and enhance that through the loyalty program with the cryptocurrency and so forth. So you'll find us not trying to go all out and just be crazy in terms of follow us, you know, retweet us, do everything you possibly can. 
the, the grind, as we call it inside the industry, right? We're really trying to not be about the grind because we personally hated ourselves. We're really trying to be about the fun, trying to mm -hmm. amplify all the reasons we are on social media, to engage with our friends, to follow our favorite creators and support them, to, you know, to express ourselves. Those are the main reasons why people enjoy spending time on social media. And we're literally all about the absolute minimum friction to amplify that as much as possible. Uh, but you will see us, you know, the, long and short of it, is run more and more of these campaigns, and some of them will be very successful, the home runs that we hit with 10,000 followers. Some of them might be just a few hundred, but we're going to continue uh, to publish new content, generate more campaigns, and, and ultimately, our total market is in the billions. Our addressable and obtainable market will be in the millions. And so we, we certainly hope to keep growing the wait list as we finally launch the app later on this year. So you would you describe what you're doing as um, as generating first party content, right? So you guys are also being content creators to promote um, to promote this and just be part of the community, and then also community engagement. So being part of several discords, joining related communities, participating in related communities, and either just having it in your byline or mentioning it while you're participating in the communities. Um, where it comes up naturally, that's kind of how you guys have approached the marketing. Have you spent any money on advertising campaigns? We're beginning to, and that's, I would say, you know, James can go into more detail, but let me tell you the, for me, the most, I, I think, exciting part, the aha moment for me is this first campaign was roughly $300 in total ad spend right now. And it was wildly successful because we managed to do something I didn't even expect, which was to automatically and programmatically identify and enact our best influencers, our best referrers. That's typically a manual go-to-market process where you have to do market research and, and you know, begin a relationship with these influencers and then sometimes even get them under a regular contract and negotiate terms and stuff like that. With kickoff labs, with the right incentives, with the bonusing and, and the ultimate you know, conversion to cryptocurrency and so forth, all this happened automatically by configuring the campaign correctly with a very minimal ad spend. So that's the exciting part to me because that shows that we can scale customer acquisition. We can scale the amplification effect of influencers. Uh, and, and that's really what I'm most excited about continuing to do with Kickoff Labs. Absolutely. And maybe, maybe I'll just add to that one. It's definitely a great, um, a great explanation, Val, as always. So one other thing that we did to really recognize our top inviters. So anyone over 25 invites got access to a special VIP uh, channel in our Discord. We call it OG, right? So it's a it's an OG channel, and I just ran a I just ran a contest in there, a giveaway. There were only only eight people reacted, so only eight, you know, seven or eight people got in it. There was no losers, so the winner got. A twenty-five dollar prize in USDT, and everyone who just just reacted to the post got five dollars. So that OG, I mean the OG channel, are you going to get rich in there? You're going to get rich slowly, right? <laughs> so, like I said, we've we've we continue the gamification, and we really recognize you know one person had a thousand invites, one or two people had over five hundred invites, lots of them had twenty-five. So there's some people who really went the extra mile, and we will absolutely reward them today, tomorrow, next year, and onward. 
And so speaking of that, would you say you found people that you've invited to this channel that you wouldn't have discovered without a tool like Kickoff Labs that like, oh, this person is influential. We really didn't know them in the space, but they got us a hundred you know, followers here. Or they've joined up and they're really participating well. Like, have you discovered that kind of VIP group um, as part of the campaign? We wouldn't Very have. much so. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, pal. <laughs> it's very much so. Again, it's uh, not only did Kickoff Labs help us find these people faster, and, and mm -hmm. certainly, you know, get them to influence and amplify you know, our, our campaign broad, more broadly than we ever could have alone. But for me, it comes back to the fact that this was automatic as part of using Kickoff Labs for our campaign. And, yeah. uh, you know, I think it was a mix of getting the incentives right. It, you know, aligned incentives is a big part of the tokenomics that Andrew brought up earlier and, and success in these crypto Web3 projects. Uh, but also making sure, as you said, that the product is attractive that there's some ultimate value for clicking through and engaging there. Uh, and we believe, we believe that there is. Absolutely. And so in addition to the participation that you guys have had with the members of uh, the discord channel, the OG channel and the other channels you're participating in, um, have you guys sent additional follow on emails as part of the campaign from another email provider to encourage people to keep participating? So I did. Yeah, absolutely. So, <clears throat> Every, in just this quick example, so everyone who had 25 and higher invites, I sent them a personalized email, right? I didn't, there's no, there's no form email. Sent them a personalized email, even visited their Twitter if I knew it, or their Instagram, and I just personalized it and said, thank you. Thank you for participating. And out of that, we had really good, I had really good response back. And that's the only people that got in the OG channel were the ones who replied to the email. Not everyone wanted to do that. Some people just want to get in. They've already got a mass following. This is their full-time job. This is what they do. And I completely understand that and I respect them for that. So, and we even pay attention. I pay very close attention to one of the columns, do not email, right? There's a do not contact or a do not email flag. We're very cognizant of that type of thing. We don't, we don't disturb people. I love the kickoff labs has all these things. In it. So I really, I can't talk enough good about it. It's just a great product. I, I appreciate it. This is uh, you're giving me some great clips to post as part of this uh, as part of this additional addition to the tips uh, for people that I think uh, people will learn from from doing this. Because what you just mentioned is something that I would I do like to call out as a best practice, which is as you discover these influencers, um, they've seen a lot of success. Both um, we've had lots of customers building a private channel to them, so inviting them to like like you're doing like the OG channel, um, and also having that personal engagement because they really appreciate, you know, being recognized. Cause if you think about the psychology of why somebody would participate and share something, a lot of it is not just because they think the product is cool, which makes them look cool. It's also that like you are recognizing a behavior and giving a positive feedback cycle that says like, Oh, you know, that was a good thing. Like people really appreciated what I did. Like I should go do it some more. And that's a big reason why people then, continue to share, uh, to share the word and from a community is because they feel seen, they feel heard, they feel, um, they, they feel like it's worth the amplification that they're giving the product. And so, um, that's certainly, I'm sure no small part, uh, what James is doing, uh, behind the scenes is certainly no small part to why, uh, this has been really successful. So I'm, I'm glad to hear this consistency in what we're uh, what we've seen with other campaigns as well, uh, through here. So, 
let's uh, let's talk about uh, let's talk about what's next. So you guys are leading up to a beta launch and a launch. Is the beta going to be a private beta with um, a small set of people first, or are you going to start uh, just adding a thousand people a week to the launch? How does that what does that look like for you? Are you still figuring it out? That's a great question. So the beta is going to be kind of a cross reference or intersection of these two things. One is, as you say, we hope to be at more than 10,000. We hope to be at 30, 40,000 people by the time we launch the beta later on, uh, hopefully in only a month or two uh, before the end of this year. And we're going to gradually onboard everyone on the wait list, particularly in priority order of the points they've earned and so forth. On the other hand, this is a global product. And in trying to make it as accessible as possible to a mainstream audience, there is no crypto required for this, even though often you, you would think you have to have some crypto in a wallet, crypto wallet, to purchase an NFT. We're encouraging mainstream people to have that Amazon-style one-button, one-click checkout with a credit card or fiat currency, as we call it in the industry. And therefore, uh, there are global sales tax considerations in some cases, even global income tax considerations when some of these content, some of this content appreciates in value. And so we've got to be a bit more mindful, jurisdiction by jurisdiction, country or continent by continent, as we roll this out, particularly through the app stores. The Apple and Google app stores, of course, operate on a national mm -hmm. basis. Uh, so as we get closer to the release of the product, you're going to find us engage more deeply with our beta testers in the countries we plan to launch in first. Over time, over the first couple of years of the company, we'll cover the globe, but we have to start with certain countries. The plan, as you can imagine right now, just for familiarity, is U.S., Canada, uh, and then you know, the U.K. and then parts of Europe will be some of the first countries we start at. But there's massive adoption, and we've actually seen a disproportionate interest on the wait list in Southeast Asia. So that's going to be very, very high up on the list as well. Singapore is one of those friendly countries when it comes to not just business, but cryptocurrencies as well. So you'll see a mm -hmm. lot of countries serviced out of Singapore that James is very familiar with living in Singapore, uh, be some countries we go to early as well. That's fantastic. So you're about a month away from hopefully starting to onboard people on the beta. And then as part of that beta, you're kind of go with a limited set, but then prioritizing the different countries in sort of order is like what's easiest to bring people on in, where do you have the audience and kind of matching that up as part of it. And then as you're doing that, are you going to continue the wait list for people who are in the other locales and regions that are looking to get on? Very much so. You know, we, we, we don't want to, we hate saying no to people and we're going to try and say yes as quickly as we legally can in every country in the world. Yeah. Uh, so in the meantime, you know, just accumulating, accruing people on that wait list, you know, creating even additional parallel campaigns after we ship the product just to make sure there's interest you know, um, uh, there's a, a waiting market as we enter those markets. That's what we're all about. And we're going to continue to kick off labs pretty central in that. Oh, I'm happy to hear that. Are, is there anything that we haven't covered today that you're surprised on or just things that you would want to tell people if somebody else was considering like running a waitlist campaign or, uh, or building a product, even if it's not related to the waitlist, but just you know, things we didn't talk about that you kind of were thinking, oh, I wish we talked about that, or this would be a good tip for other Kickoff Labs members. I'll let, I'll let James give you a bit more detailed answer. Again, he's been even closer to it than I have. For me, I think it comes back to, you know, our philosophy is we want to let people do what they love, 
you know, be on social media and engage or contribute, you know, in the, in the way that they already uh, do it mm-hmm. uh, and own what they do. So I think it's that sense of ownership and the ability to see the rewards of your actions through the point system in kickoff labs. And a big part of it for us at the end of our tagline is right where you are. So the fact that it's easy to do this, as you said earlier on, Josh, with a simple mm-hmm. website and a very simple, if you need it, landing page and get up and running. And from a product perspective on our side, we piggyback directly on social media. No new social media personalities mm-hmm. or identities have to be created. No new actions really have to be taken uh, unless you want to actually buy something. But just posting, just liking and commenting and sharing earns you points in our product yeah. and our reward system. So keeping it that simple and low friction is what we're all about and what Kickoff Labs aligns with so well. Absolutely. Not, James. not much detail I can add from this one. However, <laughs> what I would, what I would I just been thinking about here, uh, Josh, you mentioned something that kind of uh, made me want to talk about this. So the Kickoff Labs community, right, your, your customers, I think it would be very interesting to be able to have a bit of a network. So mm-hmm. some of some of your customers, like like Click, we're, we're a customer. It might be good to have some type of community forum. I don't know if it's a not an email list. That's uh, that's last decade yeah. or two, but some type of interactive area that we could actually you know share ideas. Maybe some type of collaboration in the projects. There's a lot of that. That is the key in Web three, collaborative. Yeah. Right? all collaborative. So I would say that that's a bit of an ask if if you wanted to. Do something like that, bring more people together. I, I think that'd be very powerful. Yeah, I, it's it's top of my mind. It's something, uh, to be honest, we did launch at one point. We had community.kickofflabs.com. Um, not sure why I gave the URL because it's not active anymore. It'll just redirect to our main page. Um, and we used one of the platforms that were designed to kind of be like, you know, your, your personal Facebook group. I'm not a huge fan of like, let's, let's force everybody to go onto Facebook to participate in our community. Um, and that's just me personally. It works for other people. Uh, for me personally, that wasn't what I wanted to do. And uh, we saw the start of a couple bit of, bits of good interaction. And then all of a sudden, like the spam bots came and the moderation became a huge, uh, a huge toll with people just uh, posting in there. And then uh, we, at that point we're like, okay, we don't have the resources to manage this right now and deal with the moderation um, um, of this tool because once there was a form on the internet people could post to, then they are like, oh, we're gonna post to that. Um, which is funny because we, we'd handle all the, the, the moderation on our side, but we weren't like the community platform we're using didn't have a great moderation tool for us to go through and it like, we asked them at one point, could we use our moderation stuff before people post and run it through our checks? And they're like, no, you can't do that. That's just too custom. I'm like, ah, then we had to shut that, shut that project down. So I've been looking for another, uh, another way to start that engagement. So if you have ideas, I'm, 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 I'm all ears to think about a way to, to have that engagement for people who are using the kickoff labs product. Cause I do think there's a, as you said, there'd be benefit to people who are currently building campaigns to connect with people who have an ongoing campaign, to connect with people who are doing similar things or have done similar things. I think there's some benefit to that, which is something I've wanted to uh, to take advantage of. Awesome. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, we're, we're not surprised, still sorry to hear that, that, that botting spanning experience you went through. But as you conclude, the business development opportunities, the cross-promotional you know, integrated campaign yep. opportunities are definitely ripe to be, to be had there. 
Absolutely. So if you have any ideas, just send them my way. Uh, if you have any feedback on the product, feel free to send that to me as well. We're happy to take uh, happy to take your feedback. Um, and otherwise, uh, this has been a great conversation. Um, it's been great validation seeing things that are consistent from your campaign to other campaigns that cross boundaries, not just like Web3. You guys are taking best practices that we've seen work in other spaces, in gaming and Kickstarter launches, and you're applying them to this technology, which is great. I love to see it. And uh, I wish you guys all the best success leading up to your launch. And um, hopefully uh, once you guys have a successful launch, maybe we can have you back and you can talk about, hey, we're a year into our, our product and it started here. And here's how we, uh, here's how we uh, close the gap from, uh, from this point to launch. We would very much welcome that and look forward to that, Josh. Thanks. Cool. Thanks. Uh, thanks again for stopping by and uh, tell James uh, thanks or tell uh, uh, tell, Andrew. tell uh, Andrew. Yes, Andrew uh, drop, had to drop off early. So tell Andrew thanks for me and uh, and it was great speaking to all of you. Likewise, Josh. Again, thanks for a great product and we hope to be doing a lot more with it. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks Bye. all.